Hey, thank you for choosing another episode of Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks podcast. And this one, it is the Christmas special. One of full of holiday cheer and joy and Christmas beer and movies and all that good stuff. But we geek out on the holiday spirit. And honestly, I did more than others uh, for this podcast, which you could probably tell on this podcast that I probably had one too many Christmas beers. <laughs> And by one too many, it was actually two. How sad is that? But in this episode, we run down we run down memory lane and we talk about our experiences with Christmas movies, family parties, that one member of the family who's hitting the spirits harder than others, and the winter holiday beers, which we find so delightful. So please tune into that. And seriously, everybody, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And remember to enjoy the video games, tabletop, books, sweaters, you know though someone will at least give you one sweater, so yeah, there's always that one person. But hope you enjoy this podcast, uh, leave us a message, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus. that's Get Off Milani Geeks podcast. And for everybody, uh, when this episode airs, hopefully you've listened to the Jason T. Gaffney podcast with The Perfect Wedding, it was so much fun you know, sitting down and, and talking to Jason, it was just great overall uh, experience and, and, and fun to talk to somebody about the movie making process so that's always a great time and we already sat down and had uh, the arcade culture with Richie Knuckles so that will be posted uh, soon and the funny part about that one is you will barely hear me talk that's right somebody else will be taking the range and this is the audio podcast version of arcade culture so i'm hoping you guys whenever that's posted listen and enjoy it it's all about classic arcade video games you know how how the movement is really going and how it's happening it's still alive and, and full of fire so i can't wait to share with you guys that episode again listen to the jason t gaffney get off Milani geeks podcast long party interview this is a main cast podcast so we just really wanted to spread the holiday joy thank you very much again merry christmas happy holidays we're gonna have a end of the year podcast you know the best and worst of 2013 video games tabletop books what you name it movies we're gonna have probably a little bit longer of a podcast with that one we'll try to keep it short and simple to the point but we're also gonna have the day after uh the christmas special for doctor who so that's really excited it's gonna be another long party interview and i'm really excited to have the whole doctor whovians together on this podcast and reminisce about that good time so thank you for listening and leave us a message you can find me personally at janobi87 on twitter brandon on nerds beware twitter again and amanda a star princess 1988 on instagram please follow the us that'd be nice leave us lovely messages and play more games geek out read stuff just be who you are and enjoy life as it as it comes thank you very much and you guys have a great day holidays uh kwanzaa christmas hanukkah whatever the hell you want to call it from uh get off my lawn you geeks podcast welcome to episode seven i'm brandon with me as always john and amanda 
Yo! Ho, ho, ho. So this is our, our little Christmas-themed episode, because Christmas is next week. And, uh, I'm going all... saying ho-ho-hos. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. And then we both start drinking beer at the same time. We're like, ho-ho-ho. S- salute, yeah. salute to the hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That was, a good, that was a good audio clink, too. Yep. <laughs> right there. Um, but this one's actually a little different, because two, two-thirds of the, of the cast is actually together, which normally doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think one, pa- one podcast before this... Podcast number four, I think we choose you get off Milan and Geeks podcast yeah. when we did like the Pokemon episode. Yes. It was just me and Amanda. But yeah, and we were at your place. And yes. now we're at my apartment. And now we're at Amanda's apartment. So Yay. we definitely have to get together and do an episode oh, where it's yeah. all three of us. Absolutely. In like, in like the same room because I think that would be fantastic. Ton of fun. <laughs> Guilty as charged, Amanda. Yeah. Sorry, it was my dad. Yeah, but like 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 Brandon said, this is uh, the Christmas special, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in this podcast, we're going to be talking about Christmas movies, Christmas beer, Christmas weight, because it happens to everybody. Especially yeah. when you get older, you can't metabolize it that much faster. Ugh. Well, you don't have any downtime. That's the bigger problem. <laughs> exactly. There's no yeah. time to work out. Got to watch those LBs. You gotta watch the uh, the LBs uh, pile up really quickly. Yep, as we drink more beer. <laughs> as we drink heavy Christmas beer. What movies have you been watching? So I I made like myself a comprehensive list of like all kind of movies, Christmas movies, and movies themed around Christmas. And I've been slowly making my way through them as usual. Like I do this every year. Uh, normally, Steph and I will actually like take a day off uh, in early December and go like do most of our Christmas shopping. In the morning, get it all out of the way. We'll usually go to the mall and just hit everything we need to do in one day and then come home and spend the rest of the day just watching Christmas movie and wrapping gifts. This year, we were sort of, we didn't get to do that. Steph had a job interview and was off, and I had somebody come in to fix leaky showers in our house. So oh, we got through it. Gotta love it. Yeah. So uh, we ended up only getting through... Um, the two DreamWorks special DVDs that I have for uh, How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda. Steph and I are big DreamWorks movie fans, and those two are our two favorite movies, especially How to Train Your Dragon. So I started out with those two, which was early. I think it's just the Kung Fu Panda one. It's just called like the Kung Fu Panda Christmas special. Nice. And then the How to Train Your Dragon is Gift of the Night Fury. But yeah, they're part of both of them. I haven't seen them though. Oh, they're good. They're like actually really well done, and they're just shorts. You know, the whole cast comes back and jumps in and does their voices and, and everything again. So aside from that, like, you got to go with the classic. Like, my all-time favorite is Die Hard. Like, oh, that is one, that's one of the best, <laughs> like, best, that best is, movies ever. Steph and I were, I and I were talking see. about, like, Christmas movies. There was some song that came on. She has XM stereo uh, in her car, and some song came on, and I was like, this doesn't sound like a Christmas song. Like, we had the pop standard station on that has, uh, like, all the Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, all that stuff. So one song comes on, I was like, this song doesn't sound like a Christmas song. And then as we're listening to it, apparently it was like, Steph was telling me, in the 80s, it was like a big father-daughter wedding dance song. But at one point he starts singing about, like, at Christmas time. And he goes, oh, okay, well, there you go. Like, that's their hook in. Like, they probably just searched for anything that has, like, Christmas lyrics or Christmas in it. And they counted it as, like, a Christmas song. And that's sort of what, like, I consider both Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. Because Lethal Weapon is totally a Christmas movie as well. That is um, so those are my two big ones. Like those are the ones that like I have to watch every year at Christmas. Is, is Die Hard, 
and Lethal Weapon. But I also got through, let's see, what else did I watch? I watched uh, Love Actually, which... That's a classic. Which is a great movie. I've never um, seen that movie. You've never seen Love Actually? So good. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a cheesy rom-com. Oh, yeah. Like a Brit rom-com. That's probably why I've stayed away from it. It's, you know... I'm not it's, really a rom-com person. It's Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson. It, the yeah, cast is insane. Yeah. The cast is like every awesome British actor you could think of is in there. Alan Rickman, um, Bill Nye. Yeah, I... Colin Firth is also Colin Firth, in. that's the one I was trying to think of. We yeah. have the soundtrack at work. So okay. I've seen the cover of that many times, but yeah, actually. <laughs> you get it's, it's one of those movie. ones like I'm I'm not gonna watch it any other time of the year except exactly. Christmas time. It's just one of those movies that has like a huge cast and huge collaboration, <laughs> and they all inter intertwine towards the end. Yeah, it's a great like kind of everybody's story kind of cross paths, but they're all they all sort of know each other. All the characters know know each other in a sense, so their Sneaky. paths do end up like crossing and everything, and it's just. And Andrew Lincoln with his normal accent, which is really weird to hear. Yeah, that is what would probably draw me to that, because I, I think they're playing it on AMC right now, and they're like, <laughs> oh, check out Rick Grimes when he's not Rick Grimes. Yeah. So Check it out. No, it's actually pretty nice. It's a, it's a good movie. It's actually, yeah. yeah. It's just one of those, like, heartsy-feely movies <laughs> that going back to Die Hard. <laughs> Uh, and then, back to Die Hard is just—it's one of those movies that most people don't think of it as a Christmas movie, but it takes place during Christmas time. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Christmas uh, themes and references, and even Christmas songs in 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 the movie. It's oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a man's Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> or a woman who really likes action movies. But yeah. Yeah, Steph actually loves Die Hard. <laughs> oh, did unfortunately, did you guys watch the newest one? Yes. I saw, we saw it in theaters. We went on Valentine's Day and saw it in theaters. <laughs> that, I, I regret that movie. Ugh. It was oh. a pretty bad movie. It, it was, was pretty bad. It was like like, pretty, by pretty bad, I mean really, really bad. Really bad. Yeah, like I didn't mind 4. Like, Live Free or Die Hard was okay. Like, I didn't think it was great, but it was just like... It was kind of stupid, like, but I can kind of like. There's some stuff in it that made me like laugh and be like, "Yeah, it's a dumb action." But like, there was nothing good about the the latest one. Like, I, there was just so much predictable stuff in that. Like the whole time when he keeps calling him like John, I, I turned to Steph and mind you, at this point, I'm pretty sure we saw it like on Valentine's Day, and there was maybe five people in the theater. There was like no one there either. <laughs> So, like, I'm talking out loud, and I was just like, he's calling him John every five seconds for no reason. What's the big reveal? He's going to call him Dad at the end of the movie. And lo and behold, that's what happens. And it was just like, Spoiler. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. Because I, I liked the other one because, uh, oh, man, I totally forgot the actor who was Timothy in Olympia, Olymp- I can't say his name. No, and Live Free or Die Hard. It was... The villain? No, his, oh. like, his companion. His companion. It was basically his companion. Mary, he, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, playing his daughter. Yeah. Oh man, from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yep. She's awesome. Yeah, she's uh, great. Yeah. Oh. That was she maybe the only saving her. grace of the new one is that she popped up for like five seconds in it. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, I was really hoping there'd be like a family yeah. kind of kill fest, but it, it was just mainly. It's funny to see how those movies have gone when you look at, like, the first one and just, like, sort of even, like, what Bruce Willis looks like in the first movie to, like, the last movie. Because Bruce Willis has sort of just been playing Bruce Willis in every movie since, I want to say, 
trying to think like when when bald headed Bruce Willis kind of came into play. I would say like Die Hard three, even though I really like Die Hard three. With a vengeance. Yeah, like I, I Samuel Jackson plays the most racist character <laughs> in the world. <laughs> like I really dig that movie, but everything after that has always been like shaved head Bruce Willis being gruff, throwing out one liners and like I just he's just fallen like he's done like good movies here and there still, but I just sort of feel like he's fallen into this trap where like he just doesn't give a crap crap anymore and is just playing like yeah I'll play another cop yeah I'll play the name same character I've played like fifty times but there was just something about like that first movie him playing John McClane was just so great. No yeah it was pretty funny there was this was one YouTube channel uh, I totally forgot what they do uh, honest trailers uh, I forgot the name of oh yeah of them but and, it yeah. was funny. Because they yeah, they um they had one thing about Bruce Willis and they were showing Bruce Willis drinking wine coolers and having <laughs> and having a really good time and, and smiling and like, <laughs> dancing and one of the guys was just like basically Bruce Willis what he needs is just wine coolers all the time yeah. <laughs> like and then he'll just have started having a good time again like that's all he's missing he's just missing wine coolers yeah apparently he is not an easy person to work with anymore yeah well Kevin Smith said something about that when he was yeah. doing Cop Out. That. It was like, I heard stuff about Kevin Smith, and then I heard, um, there was another movie that he was recently doing, and they just said he was just, like, difficult to work with on set, and just... Was sucks. it Red 2? It might have been, honestly. I don't know. I don't know anyone who saw Red 2. I actually really enjoyed the first one. I, kn- I didn't see it. I saw Red 2. Did you? Last week. I have never seen Red 1. <laughs> <laughs> was there any need to see... No, there was the, not a need to see Red 1. <laughs> Fair enough. But to be honest, I did fall asleep for a good 20 minutes in there. Nice. So I may have missed a pivotal point in the movie that related to the original, but... In those 20 minutes, you probably... Yeah, it was when we had a snow day. My roommate got Red 2 and Grown Ups 2. Oh. Neither of which I have seen the original. Jeez. So, so just two really bad sequels. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> wow. Heavy those are one of those days where you're just like... Because we did have... we were in, in New Jersey... Oh. Definitely recently just did have like a kind of a snowstorm, I would say. Right? I would say like ten snowstorms in a row. In a row? Yeah. yeah. So then there was one point where we kind of everyone was trapped in their own house and mm-hmm. I basically Netflix binged on How I Met Your Mother over again for the third time. Dude, I'm doing the same thing actually. So good. I just actually the episode I watched last night was how Lily stole Christmas from the second season. Oh my goodness. So Wait, so there's the that was, the third season is where Enrique Iglesias comes into play, right? Yes. <laughs> so you were watching Die Hard, which is a classic Christmas movie. Love Actually, which you know what? I'm not gonna lie, it's another classic. No, I I would, I, it pops up on most lists, like most you know lists that you see of people saying like, here's a good list of. Christmas movies. I see it pop up on there because it really, like, in terms of, like, the same way we'll classify, like, Die Hard as being a Christmas movie because it takes place as Christmas and there's a lot of things themed around Christmas. Like, Love Actually is as well. Like, it actually starts out with a countdown to Christmas. It says, like, you know, the movie starts and it says four weeks to Christmas. So it is actually, like, really centered around. Yeah, and then, so another classic that I haven't seen yet so far. I normally don't start binging on Christmas movies until three days before Christmas. Yeah. So I'll probably start Sunday or, or Monday, actually. But Christmas Vacation. Uh, I watched um, that one. National National Lampoon. Mm-hmm. Christmas yep. Vacation. Yeah, it's that's a classic, of course. That was actually, yep. I think, like one of the third ones that I watched. Yep, super good. What was your favorite part of that movie? 
I love the senile old aunt, Bethany. <laughs> yeah, she's... <laughs> I want to be her. I When you're older or now? Just all the time. All the time? Just all the time. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. Um, she frequently pops up at work when we talk about, did I break wind? <laughs> or um, what does she do? Grace, she died four years yes. ago or something like that. <laughs> we just randomly throw those out there. So she lives on all year round for me at least. Now, I'm curious to find out, did you guys grow up with these, with like National Lampoon Christmas Vacation and oh, all yeah. that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, the thing is, like, I didn't grow up with that at all. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up with, like, Jesus movies and <laughs> all in Spanish. <laughs> like, <it> was... <laughs> I was going to say, I grew up with those too, but without the Spanish part. But yeah. also National Lampoon thrown in there. Someone yeah. just thrown in there. And it was pretty funny. I didn't really start realizing these movies until I was in high school, and I had, like, my first girlfriend in high school, and I think I was around 16. So I'm a little late on the Christmas scene. But obviously, another classic, The Christmas Story, do you guys wait until the day of, like most people, or do you watch it beforehand? Well, I'm there's prob- always a marathon of it on, so I just wait till that. I think I'm probably going to get, yeah, the TBS, the 24 hours of it. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably going to get on for this, but I, I, that movie, I can't watch it anymore. It's like mm-hmm. partially because of TBS, like running it. And I've just seen it so many times that, like, I just, I actively avoid it now. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just, like, I can't, too, like, they left it on one year yeah. at Christmas, and it just, we literally left it on, like, my aunt or somebody left it on for, like, 24 hours straight, <laughs> or however long we were there. Someone yeah. actually ruined it for you. And, like, yeah, you yeah. just need a break. You guys need a break. Yeah, I think you guys need, like, a, a hiatus. Maybe you need a hiatus for, like, five years or so before <laughs> you start going back to it again. <laughs> But they did, or they are making a Broadway musical out of it. Yeah. Yeah, They. I think it started last year, and then this is maybe the second or third year that they're, they're uh, doing it. They also Not made sure. a sequel to it, like, recently. Like, a direct oh, video really? sequel, I'm pretty sure. Which yeah, is I'm weird. Yeah, I'm reading about that. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of those classic movies that I didn't really know about. You know, when I when I did watch it, I'm like, oh, man, this movie's awesome, and I had no idea, and, it was, and mm-hmm. I feel like these older people who I was you know, spending Christmas with at the time were just like, man, I've, I don't think I've ever met anybody who's never seen it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> so they had like a fresh perspective of somebody watching it for the first time. And I was like, and I was seriously bugging out because I remember being 16 years old and, and, wa- and wanting like a BB gun. <laughs> I never had a desire to have a BB gun before this movie. And, as soon, and part of me still wants a BB gun. Like I never got my BB gun. Mm. Bed. It's just one of those things. <laughs> that or I wanted that leg lamp. It's like I really did. <laughs> I think you can get that somewhere. Yeah, that one. I think weird catalogs that come in the mail. Spencer's in there. You think so? Probably. They're still around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Stern plays his dad in the sequel. It looks like. Really? Yeah. It just it, oh, he's just named man. the old man, but it shows like him holding a leg, like the leg lamp. Yeah, it came out oh, in 2012. Yeah. No. Oh, wait, what? Why Why would you do that? Marv. Uh, Home Alone. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's another great to... Christmas movie. That is. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. Tried mm. to watch the third one, Home Alone 3. Oh, that one. Ooh. Yeah. After that, it just got... You need Macaulay Culkin, in my opinion. Yeah, they just yeah, don't you work. Need some there. Funny story about Macaulay Culkin. I think I've told you guys this before, but just like a, a quick... But I saw him... I think we saw him. Yeah, he was at Comic-Con. He was at Comic-Con, yeah. We saw yeah. him at Comic-Con, and he looked all crazy. And 
He yeah, was, he, he was, was on stage with sunglasses on the whole time. With the cast, with the cast of Robot Chicken, which makes sense because yeah. he does a lot of stuff for them. And yeah, he's buds with Seth Green, but yeah, he was trying to be a cool guy on stage with the sunglasses and his jean jacket. It was just, I was like, <laughs> like, what the heck? Like all I want you to do is put aftershave on your face and just start screaming. That's the only thing I want you to do. That or take that awesome audio recorder that I wanted for a good five years after that movie. Uh, which I finally got, so I was pretty happy about yeah, that. Yeah, we had, we had a talk boy. On the subject awesome. of Macaulay Culkin, though, he has, I think it's a Velvet Underground cover band. Wow. Pizza. Like, all their songs are about pizza. <laughs> what? I just saw it on Gawker of Jezebel the other day. Wow. Um, <laughs> which I haven't looked into more, but it's probably pretty amazing. Wait, so you're talking about Macaulay Culkin has an undercover... Or Velvet under, Underground. Velvet Underground. The band. Cover he does band. a cover band of them, but instead of doing their normal songs, they're pizza songs. Like, they're about pizza. Interesting. Wow. He's an interesting <laughs> character, that one. Yeah, that I is, first... Yeah. I don't know. The weirder part about that is that's the second band to do songs about pizza... <laughs> it's a strange thing. So I don't know if you. There's a band called Horse the Band. Yes. Uh, which is like what they classified themselves as is like a Nintendo core. Like I, I don't even know what kind of music you would would classify them out. I I love them though. I've listened to all their albums. They're really weird. Um, and they did a whole album. It was like an EP that was nothing about songs about pizza. Like that was it. And then the last song on the album is them doing like this weird like Nintendo metal, hardcore cover of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. Like, That's the cartoon awesome. theme song, yeah. Way from the 90s or earlier? Yeah, yeah, the the cartoon from the uh, the 90s. Oh, so awesome. It's just weird. Just two pizza-themed bands. Now, I'm, curi- I'm curious to find out, uh, which which Home Alone did you guys like better? Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Uh, That's a tough question. I, st- I gotta go with 1 still. There what? was just something about, like, him being in his house and... Just like the first movie, and it was just there was something about it that was just so good. I don't think the second one was bad, but it was just weird having him like in New York. <clears throat> I don't know the the first the first one. I actually didn't watch the first one until after I saw the second one. So I saw the second one first. So that's mm-hmm. the one I'm I'm most associated most with because I I got the VHS for that one. Nice. <laughs> and then I didn't watch the first one maybe until like five years after seeing the second one. Back was... to Macaulay Culkin real quick. Yeah. <laughs> His band is called the Pizza Underground, <laughs> with such greatest hits as "I'm Waiting for the Delivery Man" and "Take a Bite of the Wild Slice." Wow. So. I can't even handle this. <laughs> that is, yeah. yeah. I had to look that up real quick. And there's a picture of him with, like, long hair and sunglasses on. Those on same stage. sunglasses from Comic-Con. Those same sun, like, wow. the Ray-Ban wafer. Yeah. Wafer sunglasses. Yep. So we have the Home Alones. So we got that bit. The funny one about the, the first one that I really liked is my friend Dan Garofalo did kind of a, a remix of it. In a, in a sense that he made Home Alone, the first one, a horror movie. Nice. <laughs> so he re-edited the entire thing in his personal time for <laughs> a class for a class, and I mean, we were together for video editing, and he recut it to make it seem like the homeless guy was a serial killer. <laughs> oh yeah, like the the kids think he is. But... Yeah, but no, he actually made it to be an actual serial killer, and he spliced some of the second one, I believe. So he actually, the homeless man killed the homeless woman. 
The pigeon lady? Yeah, the oh, pigeon lady. The pigeon lady. No. It was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like, it was just out of control. Oh, my God. Uh, no. I, yeah, I don't know. I got to see if he actually still has it. I would love to see that. Because yeah, he, awesome. just, he had me cracking up when he started in class. And everyone was just like, I can't believe you just took an cl- awesome classic and just completely twisted it to be some crazy horror movie. <laughs> so this is a, an odd an odd one for for Christmas movies, but that movie Frost, where he was the the mm. snowman, the Never snow dad. Oh, ja- the Jack Frost with Michael Keaton? Yes, Jack Frost yeah. with Michael Keaton. So there's, two, that movie? there's two Jack Frost, because there's that horror movie Jack Frost, yes. where it's like a ghost inside a snowman, and it's really bad, and there's some weird stuff in that movie. And then there's Jack Frost with Michael Keaton, which is also a horror movie, because... It was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm curious to, to... I don't mind mixing horror with holiday stuff. No. I think it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, there's like there... Black, Black Christmas is another like really good horror Christmas-themed movie. Did you ever watch any horror Christmas movies? Oh, you really like horror movies, right? Yes and no. I don't like movies that are... Like, I don't mind if they're scary or, like, slasher gory sort of thing. I don't like things that are exorcism. Yeah. Oh, like, the more... The more, like... Religious. Yeah, I'm not really into that stuff. No, neither am I. Like... The more over-the-top it is, the more I'll like it. Yeah, I, if it's more, like, less believable yeah. or just, like, crazy stuff, that's fine. But Oh, you know what, actually, uh, one movie I saw, this has nothing to do with Christmas, and I, but I need to bring it up because we're in the subject of horror movies, but Cabin in the Woods was an awesome movie. <laughs> that's the yeah, one with Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was... It was interesting. It was just wild. It, like, it was a funny horror movie. Like the, yeah. It didn't take itself seriously, and I thought it was refreshing. Because I thought it was going to be one of those typical, oh, here we go, doing the same thing over and over again. But it just... Then you find out that it's all a test, and I'm just like, wow, this is yeah, the, so ridiculous that it's good. The way he like flipped that, that whole movie on its head and sort of like plays with your expectations of like what it should be was just was fantastic mm-hmm. yeah I would like to see a movie like if that was the prequel to something and then they kind of went like how you see the ending yeah like I would love to visit like where all the pod sort of things were and oh, like, to cool. go off of that again that'd yeah cool. that would be interesting there's like so, a so yeah cool. there's a few characters from like video games in there too and everything like they really went all out like it's it's crazy like that whole sequence it's awesome like I, I really dug that movie yeah, like, my friend Dan was, again, he was telling me, he's like, oh, man, you really gotta see it. I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really a big fan of horror movies. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter, like, this is just a, a great film to watch. It's, like, very entertaining. Plus, Chris Hemsworth is pretty solid in it. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, he was he was quite awesome. Back to the subject of holiday movies. <laughs> I don't know, I really don't know too many holiday movies. I know uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas is yes. a holiday awesomeness. That- Covers everything. That yes. covers. I watched that at Halloween. I watched that at Christmas. That one's just a good all around. Did you watch that one already? No, not yet. Yeah, it's definitely like my must. Yeah, must that's see. almost an in between. Like that's a good one. For... It's like a good Thanksgiving movie almost because <laughs> yeah, that it's like right in the middle of the two. So yeah, <laughs> which has nothing to do with with Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> but that's actually a, a good idea to watch an in between hand. Because it is the best of both world, both worlds. I don't know. Maybe he did that on purpose. He's just know. like, we're just gonna give you a little bit of Halloween, a little bit of Christmas, and uh, 
you watch it whenever you guys want to watch it. Yeah. We actually at my house for Thanksgiving. It has nothing to do with Thanksgiving, but every year we watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Nice. On Thanksgiving, and it's not, yeah, the day's not complete without it now. So that's one of my favorite holiday movies, even though it has nothing to do with the holiday. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't? No. Why did I no. think it was a holiday movie? No, it's about when his bike is stolen. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. He yeah, did come we, out with a holiday one, holiday movie, though, right? There's Pee-wee's Christmas special, yes. which I own, so if yes. you want to watch that. Yes, because I'm on VHS, because that's the only way I would watch it. See, well, now you have to dig up the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, you know what, actually, you know, for some strange reason, I went to a Star Trek convention, and they had the Star Wars Christmas special there. <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, I was looking at it, and I'm like, why do you guys have this purpose to make fun of how garbage it is <laughs> yeah it is just so bad but it's just one of those things that i don't know why i don't own but i definitely should own and definitely should watch it every year during christmas i, I think that's my new my new goal every christmas season is i have to watch the original trilogy with okay. the christmas special on christmas day that sounds pretty good and yeah. dr who yeah exactly very awesome have you seen Muppets Christmas Carol? Yes. I saw it when it was not Christmas, though. <laughs> and it freaked me out, and I couldn't go to sleep for about five hours. So everyone, really? everyone who doesn't know, I have, yeah, I have a big fear of, of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> like, they freak me out, they, like, really scare me, and I blame it on my childhood, because my uncle came know up that. I'm sorry to bring it up. with a marionette, and he, like, scared the living Jesus out of me, and <laughs> so ever since then, every, anything Muppet-related, like, a bunch of my friends wanted to go see Avenue Q, and I was having none of that. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry I brought it up. No, it's okay. <laughs> of, like, horrifying memories. Uh, yeah. That's just, yeah, that's one of my favorites, but... Yeah, I get that it could be creepy. My ex-girlfriend made me watch that last year, which uh, Sir Michael Caine is in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alfred. Alfred's in it, so Sir Michael Caine's in it, which I was like, yeah, this is awesome, because all I saw was Sir Michael Caine. She did not tell me it was puppets, and she knew... Did you know it was called Muppets Christmas Carol? No, she was just like, we're just going to see this movie where Sir oh, Michael okay. Caine, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm in it. I'm like, I thought we were going to watch... Batman or <laughs> oh, okay, or something awesome like The Prestige or something. Oh, oh, sorry. But then she's like, "Oh, it's Muppet Christmas." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then at that point, I couldn't go anywhere, and I was you're trying, like scooching cool. over on yeah. the couch farther and farther from the TV. <laughs> and I remember watching it, and afterwards, I'm like, "I can't sleep. Like this is this is not good." And I told her, I told her, I'm like, "Listen, I'm scared of puppets," and she thought it was a joke. Like she thought I was just joking. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm being very serious. Like if there's a puppet nearby, I, I, or even those weird dolls that, when you turn tilt them a certain way, their eyes close, and then you tilt them back and their eyes open again. It's like that freaks oh, me out. Oh, well, yeah, that's really. The creepy. kids' dead eye dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's that's definitely. <laughs> and especially if it's like dark and there's like oh, one of those God, walkway lights yeah. and that's all you see <laughs> at the other end of the. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. I'm oh, actually really scared. My no, my sister had porcelain dolls when we were little, and we shared a bedroom. And I swear they would just watch me sleep all night. It's oh, I hated them. I couldn't. I had to sleep with my back to them because I knew they were watching me. Is it really? Is it really weird of me that I had to turn them around so that they don't look at me? Mm, I probably would have done that, but I didn't want her to know that I was scared of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was a, a big kid too. <laughs> 
So yeah, twenty-six year old is scared of puppets. Yeah, that happens. No, that's fine. Puppets and clowns. So anything clown related, I I tend to freak out on. So no clown puppets. No, oh, she's just even worse. You know what? Actually, um, what was that lamb chop? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that was another scary one when I was a kid. <laughs> watch that. I was like, what is this? Why is your arm inside of this socks puppet? I never watched Sesame Street. But Yoda doesn't bother you? What was that? Yoda doesn't bother you? No, because I... He doesn't look like a foam puppet thing. Yeah, it just didn't... Yoda didn't scare me, because I... The way... I think it was just the way he was talking. He sounded ridiculous. They made him look a lot more real, too. Like, Like I said, like he didn't look like your typical like Bert and Ernie puppet. Yeah, but the labyrinth also kind of freaked me out. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so the, there's a lot of puppet movies out there that are just like, oh, you should watch this. I'm like, well, you know what? That was back in the day before they had CGI. <laughs> now they just, yeah. And there was just all puppets, and it just really scared me. <laughs> mm. But that's a holiday movie that I did see that... That scarred you for life. I wish I never saw. Because, you know, I did want to see the new Muppets. I just, I just, I don't know. It's one of those fears that I, I definitely have to just get over because I don't want to be a 30-year-old man scared of puppets. <laughs> but I have four years, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so we have that movie and, oh, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas Special. That's every holiday. I definitely have to watch a Charlie Brown movie. I think it's on, like, tonight or it was on earlier this week on, like, ABC, I think. Probably. Now, the funny thing about <coughs> Charlie Brown is I always... I never thought of myself of Charlie Brown. I thought of my, myself as Linus. Okay. Because for a very long time, I had... I was a strange kid. Like, I was really weird. would always have a blanket, and probably until I was, like, eight or nine. I, like, kept my blanket no matter where I went. So it was... <laughs> it was just on me at all times. <laughs> and then mom was just like, well, you lost your blanket. I don't know what to tell you. And I, I would cry for, like, a good month, and then... <laughs> I just forget about it, <laughs> as kids do. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. But I found it ten years later, so... <laughs> okay. It's in my pocket at all times. I was about to say, is it like a little piece in your wallet at all times? Yeah, right? just sniffed off a corner. Yeah. <laughs> you just rub it on your face sometimes, like, oh, there you are. Uh, just like take a nice whiff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I always, liked, I always liked the Charlie Brown movies, and... No, I think no matter when you see it, you can always relate to it kind of thing. Oh, definitely. We had our holiday Christmas party at work, and we definitely brought up the video of their little dancing scene. Yeah. And, yeah, tried to recreate that amongst ourselves. Did you start dancing like crazy? Yeah, I was doing whatever the one that kind of looks like a zombie walk a little bit, but then he, like, flips his arm over and just, like, the other side. Yeah, that was me. That was always, like, the Frankenstein-looking thing. <laughs> exactly, zombie. exactly. Yeah, was, like... Frankenstein zombie is, like, like, the flat arms and then does, like, the thriller, throws it over. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> so do you do you guys watch, watch like, the uh, Every Holiday, the Charlie Brown kind of thing? Because I have, like, the box set that comes with, you know, ho- uh, the Great Pumpkin... Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, oh, Valentine's man. Day. No, Steph has them, but I don't think we actually watch them. Like, she has them all upstairs. Um, but we don't really don't watch them, which, I mean, like, we just we just don't. Like, it's not like we don't not like them. We just never, like, I never think to sit down and, like, pull them out and say, like, let's watch it tonight or something. Yeah, it's like, they're not that long. They're, they're No, yeah. They're... 35, 40 minutes, not even. 
like I said, they're always on ABC. Like ABC runs them every holiday. They'll they'll put up the Great Pumpkin. They'll put up the Thanksgiving one. Like I said, I'm pretty sure the Christmas special was either was sometime this week, if not like early next week. I think not that this will matter for our listeners, but I think the Saturday Night Live Christmas special. Oh, is tonight. That thing is great. I love that when they do like they do all the Christmas skits, they, like, just put it into one-hour show. Have you ever seen that? No, I've never seen an SNL Christmas special. Oh, it's so good. Is it? I, it was... I love those. I love the um, when Will Ferrell is singing, it's the most wonderful time yeah. of the... And he starts, he's spinning on this, like, spinning <laughs> platform and then obviously just starts vomiting everywhere. Oh, <laughs> they have one of those awesome things where they put, like, the hose up his sleeve yeah, and puts his hand everywhere. in front of his mouth and then it just, like, they put the hose on full blast and just, like... <laughs> Gallons and gallons so of great. vomit everywhere. That one, and oh then when God. they, the Jimmy Fallon, Horatio Sands, Chris Kattan, and Tracy Morgan, I wish oh, it was yeah. Christmas Today song. No. Mostly just because Tracy Morgan is doing nothing but doing like a little dance on the side, is not singing. No, I think he had, they all have like matching They sweaters. all have, yeah, oh, they have like okay. Christmas sweaters on. I wish it was I don't know, Christmas Today. I'll, I'll look it up for you. It's, for some it's reason, I always, every time Tracy Morgan does something, I don't know if this has, like, I think it was just 30 Rock that's just embedded in my brain, but every time I see him do something extremely foolish, he doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't like them. But speaking of Will Ferrell, Elf, another yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, watched, we watched that on Sunday when we were decorating our tree. Wow. Yeah, that's so a, we good. put that on. We were decorating our tree too. Yeah, really? So good. Elf oh, is yeah. a great movie. Okay. I think we were talking about. Oh, Elf. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is a blonde. Can we like talk about? Oh that yeah, Steph and I were, Yeah, we were just talking about how weird it was and how she wasn't playing Zoe Deschanel. She was playing like a grumpy, total opposite version of Jess. Yes. Like, she was almost like the the a female version of the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> Teensy bit. Yeah. Yeah, and but that movie is just. I I don't really I normally don't like Will Ferrell in a lot of things. Yeah, I've kind of uh, grown tired of him. I I really liked him in Night of the Roxbury, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's that's a weird one to to, re, to like him in, but no, he's phenomenal. I re- love Night of the Roxbury. Oh, okay, okay. Just, definitely. Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell as the tag team duo is just God. if they made a way too much. I love that movie way too much. If they made a, a movie Christmas special of Night of the Roxbury, <laughs> I, I'd pay 12 bucks to see it. <laughs> like, I'll pay a dollar extra to see that movie. I think it's good because Will Ferrell wasn't trying to be Will Ferrell. I feel yeah. like that was before he got... Really big. Really big, so it's just him acting, which yeah. is good, at least in that role. But before Anchorman and before Semi-Pro and Talladega oh, Nights and all of those... Yeah, just the string. Oh, I, I guess I liked them in Old School as well. Yeah, Old School was the, one of the earlier ones. And I, there are parts of a lot of those movies that I like. Lots of good holiday movies out there. Yes, holiday movies, uh, if you can't find one that's for you, then I don't know. Because they have rom-coms, they have comedies, you have Die Hard, which is action-adventure, uh, sci-fi, you have the Star Wars Christmas special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you have television shows who they constantly do Christmas specials. Yeah, those were always my favorite. Like when when sitcoms that I watched do their Christmas specials. Like those were always I always looked forward to that. Like I always looked forward to their Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween like 
just regular <laughs> episodes. They were always great. Now, which one? Which one were some of your favorites? What's it called? Episode of the Halloween episode of Parks and Rec is what got me to like <laughs> love that show. The very first one um, okay. they did was like one of my favorite. Like that's what made me say actually in Community too. They were both on on the same night. It was Community, and then it was Parks and Rec's Halloween episodes, and those were the two episodes that sold me on both those shows because I sort of wasn't really digging the first season of Parks and Rec because it was really just like an office ripoff, uh, and Community up until that point hadn't done anything special to really like really impress me, and then after that it just got like incredible. There was just a run of like five or six really good episodes that hooked me on, but um, I'm Batman. Yeah, like that episode is fantastic. Even that that first Christmas episode of um. Community is fantastic. The the big yes. fight with Michael uh Michael C Hall not Michael C Hall uh what's his name from um uh, Weird Science. Oh oh oh. oh I can't oh. remember his name now. Ah. Uh, I've never seen Weird Science. Is that Michael about? C Hall is Dexter. It's uh, Michael. Yeah, um, oh god. And I get to yeah just, that guy in my mind now. That guy. I, I don't know. Why can't I think of his name? But it's another three name. Yeah. Weird science. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. It yes. Is, yes. Michael Hall. Okay. That's right. That's right. And he was in a uh, in Breakfast Club as well. Yeah. And oh, he's, um, I know who you're talking about. Now. Biff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's in everything, yeah. but. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other good, like, really good Christmas episodes. Like I said, like Parks and Rec and Community really did them right. Um, the early Office. Christmas episodes, especially like the first or second season, where they do uh, like the white elephant, whatever. Um, Jim gives Pam the teapot, which is like lifted right from the British version of that that uh, that show as well. It was really good. But a segue into another movie, The Grinch, with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey. That's also uh, that's that's also a lovely one. I see. I'm a bigger fan of just the original cartoon. I've never seen that. No. no. Yeah, I like the original. Like twenty five minutes long. It's pretty short. <laughs> well, then I might have to watch it. Yeah, because yeah, I remember I reading. Think my roommate has it. I remember watch. reading the book as a kid. Yeah. I just never saw the movie. It's a maybe good one. Was, maybe I was a little. Uh, I was one of those kids who was just like already started with. It can't compete with the the book. The book is so much better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the book is so much better than the movie. I don't know, but. Yeah, we'll have to watch that. All right, that we're gonna watch. It. I've already said we're gonna watch the SNL Christmas special tonight, the and must. we should watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the cartoon. Nice. Right. Yeah, and then besides movies, which there's a lot of them. So like, like I was saying before, if you can't find a Christmas movie for yourself, you're not looking right because there's just so many out there. Yeah, totally. But speaking of the holiday season, what I like most about it is the Christmas beers. Oh, how, how. <laughs> back to our our seasonals. Oh, the seasonal beers are just so delicious. I find, like, I like pumpkin beers, but it doesn't seem like a lot of breweries do a lot of pumpkin beers. Like, I walked into uh, Bourbon Street uh, on my way home from work yesterday, and their, like, winter Christmas beer selection was insane. Like, nowhere near the amount of, like, pumpkin beer stuff that I saw, or just fall beers. It seems like everybody makes, like, a winter ale or a lager or something like that, and, like, less breweries make, like, pumpkin and fall beers. Uh, not so much fall beers. You get a lot of, like, Oktoberfests, but, like, you don't see a lot of, like, a mass quantity of pumpkin beer. Whereas, like I said, like, I walked into Bourbon Street and was just overwhelmed by the amount of, like, 
I didn't know what to buy. I was just sort of like wandering, and I came up to Steph, and I was like, "All right, you have to help me decide because I just I don't know. I'm like a kid in a candy store." You're an you're an adult kid in an adult yeah. candy store. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Essentially, that's that's the scenario that was going on there. So, what have you guys been buying out? Um, it's definitely not Christmas, but I'm drinking Big Wave Golden Ale from Which Hawaii. Really good. Yeah. You've had it. Yes. Liquid Aloha is what. Liquid Aloha. Liquid Aloha from Kona Brewing Co. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I had a Steph's dad when we were on vacation picked up a Kona sampler pack. It came with a bunch of different ones in there, and they were all really good. Yes, we did see. I did see a, a few other ones from the same brewery, uh, different flavors and different stuff. But you know, one of my friends was like, "You got to try this beer. It's, it's from Hawaii." And I'm like. It's Hawaiian beer, and I tried it. I'm like, this is delicious. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Because it's funny, because I'm more of an like an IPA darker kind of beer guy, and this is like a, a just a good you know hangout beer, and it's one of those beers that makes you forget about if you live in the frozen tundra. <laughs> that is New Jersey yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah there's yes. a beautiful Hawaiian scene on the bottle, and I really wish I could just jump into it. Although it's supposed to be frozen. what like 60 degrees on Sunday, it's supposed to be like yeah. 65 degrees on this. Yeah. It's gonna be so real. Everybody, everybody who's gonna listen to this in the future. Wasn't it warm on Sunday? Wasn't it warm on Sunday? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it's so nice out. Wasn't that great? It's like spring weather. Kind of humid like, though. Oh my right? goodness. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, no, but it's so for everybody who doesn't live in New Jersey and, and is listening to this podcast, New Jersey is by far the weirdest area. I'm not like the northeastern area has Absolutely. just just strangest weather. Like one minute it'll be 12 degrees, and then later that afternoon it's like 60, and it's just yeah. like I'm gonna die. Like no yeah. human could actually live in New Jersey because fear of death. Yeah, literally. I think the high was 25 on Tuesday, and then you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not that. Not even a week later, it's supposed to be 68 yeah. degrees. Yeah, and you know, just a little which is weird know, for like degree dump there. Yeah, especially like two days before Christmas, like that's yeah. the weirder part. Like not even like ah, oh, it's still early December. Like there still could be no. It's like two days before Christmas, like well past the start of official winter or whatever. And it's it's just weirder because this morning it was like around six o'clock this morning. It was twelve degrees outside. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, it was ridiculously cold, and then it jumped to forty degrees later that afternoon. And I was prepared. I prepared myself for basically below zero temperatures. And I'm like, this. I'm hot. Like I was walking a couple blocks, and I'm like, it's. I'm on fire right now. I need to unlayer. But the Christmas beer that I'm drinking currently is called Two Xmas. It's from the Southern Tier yes. Brewing Company. Okay. How is it? It's very delicious. I was gonna pick some up yesterday. I went with uh, River Horse. Oh, wait. River River Horse has a Christmas. They have a Belgian. Yeah, so this Southern Tier uh, Brewing Company, they have like the most beautiful description on it. It says, ale brewed with figs, orange peels, and spices, Ooh. two various of hops, and four types of malts. <laughs> well, we really liked their pumpkin, mm, Southern yes. Tier Pumpkin beer. So yeah. that's why we, or I got this one for John. Yeah, a man actually gave me a six-pack for Christmas. That was his Christmas present. That was my Christmas present. Hey, man, that's easy. It's consumable. You don't have clutter. It's good. It's a great Christmas present. Recyclable, so you're saving yeah. the time. Uh, it is the River Horse Belgian Freeze. It's what it's called. Belgian-style ale. 
I don't I think they had that there. They, they had a bunch of did, river horse, but yeah, I don't think they had that one. My definite fallback for the winter, fall winter, is the river horse, triple horse. I just love the way that, that bad boy tastes, even though it's beyond heavy and one of those and anyone's <laughs> any normal human is good. It's kind of like the Mad Elf. You ever had the Mad Elf? No, and we've been meaning to try it, and I think I'm going to pick some up uh, before Christmas. It's um, an expensive six-pack, but yeah. no, it's definitely worth it. It's so strong. I think it's like 12% alcohol. Yeah, the River Horse Belgian Freeze is like 8%, 8%, but most River Horses are actually pretty high like that anyways, which is yes. great. Um, but yeah, I uh, if you like dark one, dark beers, I would say check out the Anchor Brewing Company, their 2013 seasonal. I think it's just called like Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year or something like that. Like it says that on the bottle, but when I put it onto Untapped, it just said like Anchor, you know, Anchor Brewing seasonal. It almost has like a weird hint of like eggnog, like that nutmeg flavor Ooh. that you get from an eggnog. Like it has Ooh. like the spices they used in it, but it's like it's a pretty dark beer. It was really good. Like I, I saw it and I grabbed it. Um, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, and I really like that. And then I actually have a Brooklyn Winter Ale with me right now. Ooh, how's the Brooklyn? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I, I really like Brooklyn. Like, I like everything they put out, and this one's pretty solid. Well, cheers to all of us, no? For yes. So, get off Milani Geeks podcast, cheers, salute, and Amanda doesn't have any, so. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. And I just finished my beer. <laughs> but yeah, there's, the selection of, of winter Christmas beers is, is overwhelming. Yeah, we just, actually, we had our holiday party, and we did Angry Orchard, I think the ginger... Apple, and then we did um, Fireball whiskey. Fireball yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Fire, what is it about Fireball whiskey that is like becoming blowing up all of a sudden? Yeah, it's becoming yeah. extremely popular, and they're just like, oh, it tastes like Big Red, and I'm like, I don't like Big Red. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're like, no. That's not selling me on that. <laughs> it's like you thought you would win me over for the Big Red thing, but no, I don't. I don't like Big Red. Hmm. Uh, I love whiskey. Bit, the whole fireball part. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not a big cinnamon fan. It is actually pretty good if you put it in like apple cider. You get like a nice like cinnamon apple. Like that's pretty good. Synapse. Synapse. Yeah. Synapse. Synapsis. Synapsis. <laughs> What's the synapsis I, of this? I was trying to be cool and shorten the words like all the cool kids do now, <laughs> and I'm just showing my age by saying synapse. <laughs> What did I say before? Synopsis. But yes, Fireball Whiskey <laughs> is becoming very popular. That's I'm saving them for tomorrow. I haven't even touched the River Horse yet, actually. We bought it yesterday. I'm saving it for tomorrow night because i got nowhere to go. Steph's going to be out making Christmas cookies with some friends, so I'll be sitting at home playing video games because the Steam Christmas sale is taking place. So, tomorrow? Yeah, it started today. Nice. Any good deals did you find so far? Uh, Yeah, quite a few. Um... The new Batman game, Arkham Origins, is like 50% off. Stanley Parable is 40% off. Bioshock Infinite, the new one, is 10 bucks. That's for like the daily deals. They do like a community vote every eight hours, and then they do flash sales every eight hours and all that stuff. So it starts to it started today at one in the afternoon and runs until January 3rd. So it's like 15 days of just nonstop sales. And luckily, I got all my Christmas shopping out of the way, and we get paid tomorrow, so you. Up quite a few, quite a few games on the cheap. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. And then, and then we have I have off the entire took vacation the entire week of New Year's, so I'll have all that time to just sit and play games, oh, drink beers, nice. nothing. 
Oh, that's like the best. Like just stay in your sweatpants for that entire week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Nice. I don't know what it is about. So for Christmas Eve, I don't know what you uh, what you guys. I was just do. I was gonna ask Ash what you guys, what does everybody do for for Christmas and Christmas Eve? Usually we do Christmas Eve with my family, but my sister and her kids are not, and her husband they're not getting to New Jersey until Christmas Eve. So we don't want to keep the kids up too late. So we're going to hang out Christmas Day. Do the presents thing. I'm going to sleep over at my parents' house and wake up with them. You know, Wait, so that's what, always fun. So what do you normally do? Do you guys like have like, a dinner? Yeah, we go over my aunt's house. Yeah, that's what we do too. Yeah, yeah and that's Ooh. when National Lampoon Christmas Vacation comes on. Nice. Every Christmas Eve we watch that. And then usually Elf goes on after that. And we just eat way too much. And my aunt actually hides presents <laughs> all around the house. It's like a Christmas Easter egg hunt almost. Basically, that's and awesome. you get little clues how to find your presents. And oh, we've, I've been doing that. That's kind of that's cool. Ever since I can remember, actually. That's really and cool. I'm 25 and still looking for my Christmas present, like in the kitchen cupboards and like in your bed. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, and, that sounds yeah, fun. Actually, yeah, it is really fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, then we uh, we play Christmas like games, and you can win lottery, like the scratch-off lottery ticket. Oh, that's cool. Okay, wait, so did you do the, the scratch-off lotteries even before you were 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're, if you want anything, your parents would go... Yeah, my parents, my okay. mom still does that. I'll just give her my lottery ticket. I'm like, mom, I don't care. <laughs> you guys take care of that, please. 25 years old, and it's just like, yeah, I won a few bucks here. Can you, uh... Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, they're gonna card me, mom. I can't do this. There was <laughs> one that was sitting on, like, on the kitchen fridge for like the whole year and she cashed it in for me like last week or something. <laughs> She's like, oh, this has been there. Here's your 10 bucks. You should well, probably usually what happens on like Christmas morning, like everybody opens their stockings and we usually just, you know, my mom and my aunt, because we celebrate, since I am was technically brought up Jewish, because my mom's Jewish, but my dad's not, we sort of started doing something. As long as I can remember, we've my mom, when we were younger, used to call it, we were just exchanging gifts. And I did air quotes that nobody can see. But it was just exchanging gifts. But, like, me and my sister were like, no, we're celebrating Christmas. Don't try and, like, pull the wool over our eyes. Like, <laughs> you know, like, we know what we're doing. Because we would go to my aunt's house and we'd decorate the Christmas tree. And it's just, my aunt isn't actually a blood relative either. Like, she's just, my mom and her have known each other, known each other since they were kids so they've known each other for so long so we just sort of uh we always celebrated it with them because we never did a tree in our house because my mom was jewish and everything and you know we celebrated hanukkah as well um but for my dad's sake we'd always go to my aunt's house and celebrate christmas there so for as long as i can remember it was always christmas eve we'd go to my aunt's house she used to live in staten island she lives in uh south jersey now in lakewood um, but we'd go to her house on Christmas Eve, sleep over, wake up the next day, open gifts, and then we'd stay there for like two or three days. But now we go to Steph's family in Staten Island on Christmas Eve, and then from there we drive all the way down to Lakewood, which is really like an hour ride, to my aunt's house, play a bunch of games, watch a bunch of movies, do the same thing. Um, but they always, my aunt and my mom will always stick the scratch-offs inside our stockings. Nice. And then we'll scratch them off in the morning, and usually if people want like five bucks, my aunt will be like, oh, I have five bucks in my wallet here. And just will give us the cash right there and then just go cash the card in herself later on. It's <laughs> nice. She's so she's just like, if, if you ha didn't win a bunch or something, like a couple bucks, she'll just give you most of them. 
most of the time my mom or my aunt always has cash on them. We'll just be like, here, just give me the card. I'll go cash it at some other point when I'm out. Here's the- That'd be pretty funny if you won, like, five grand. She's yeah. like, don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> she just takes out her wallet. She's like, here's five grand. <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> oh, gosh. If anybody won that much money, I think Christmas would be on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's it's really funny because growing up we did Christmas a little different, <laughs> like and by a little different I mean a whole lot of different. <laughs> so the t- the twenty fourth of Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, basically my family, since I can remember, we would get ready for a, a party. We would normally go to like a relative's house or just a mutual friend's house, and there would be a lot of Coronas, a lot of Heinekens, a lot of red label, black label, and. F- as soon as midnight came, there was Blue Label. <laughs> and there's a lot of dancing, a lot of salsa, merengue, bachata, a lot of music. So it's not like we don't sit down and crowd around a fire. We basically no, dance. No, roasting. No, none of that. And so me, when I was growing up, it would literally be from 9 a.m. And because we were always late, we wouldn't get there till 10 p.m. or... Sorry, 9 a.m. it started, but we would be late, so it would be 10 p.m. Music would be blasting until 5 a.m. Jesus. <laughs> it's usually some, you know, Elvis Crespo playing. <laughs> like, and during midnight, there'd be a nice slow dance um, with champagne, and then the Blue Label would come out, and everyone would take shots. And I mean everybody. Jeez. It doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> We were taking shots of Blue Label. And huh. then the night continued with more Coronas and Heinekens and whiskey. So a lot of the bottles would be gone. And I mean, wow. gone empty. And a lot of Heinekens would be done and coolers and a lot of food would be distributed. And <laughs> food, so you're eating and dancing at the same time. Yeah. It's like you don't sit down and eat. Like, you're up and dancing, shaking your hips and eating at the same time. Like, so they, all, all the men and women... I see John. <laughs> I'm making the, the hips... He's like wiggling and like pretending food into his mouth. It's just how that's how I've grown up, and and that's how um how Christmas is for me every year, and it's not going to be any different this year. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh my cousin's house with her parents, and by cousin, the same thing. It's just they're just a really close family friend that I've known since I was kid, so they're my cousin. We're gonna be dancing until five a.m. Yeah. Probably get extremely drunk and wake up the next morning going, that was awesome. Now it's time to open gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. My uncle makes eggnog that is way too strong. So like one <laughs> eggnog from him will like put you on your ass. Uh, so yeah. So you understand. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just so funny. There's just like everybody. And it's always the same uncle who just gets way too drunk. <laughs> And I think everybody has Yeah, one. everyone has that uncle who just, just goes way too hard, and they're usually the ones sleeping on the couch yep. with a Heineken in their hands. Yep, lampshade <laughs> on the head. <laughs> or, like, some other sort of cowboy household boots, good. Cowboy boots on, ready to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. But Christmas time is always it's always a good time. And actually, funny that we were talking about Christmas movies. My first Christmas movie of this year was... The Perfect Wedding. I actually just did a long party interview with uh, Jason T. Gaffney. And uh, he produced, wrote, and acted in The Perfect Wedding. So that was just a quick little tidbit of what's soon to come. 
Awesome. And uh, that was my first Christmas movie of the season, and I'm really excited to start off on other awesome Christmas stuff. Because I don't know about you guys, but it really hasn't felt like Christmas this year. Or no. I'm not ready for it. Yeah, it felt it like it came too, too fast. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it just... Like, yeah, go ahead. No, it was, just, it was weird. Like, just, you know... It, the fall always, like, I always want the fall to get here because it's my favorite season. Like, that stretch from, like, beginning of October until, like, the first two weeks of December or so. Or just, like, sort of the best time of year. And it just felt like it came by so fast. And just there was, like, no time to really enjoy it. I, just, I don't know. It, just, it felt weird. Maybe it's just because the older you get, the busier you get, and you kind of just yeah. forget about stuff. So Christmas is... I don't want to say it's losing its magical luster because I feel guilty saying that, but it's losing its magical luster. <laughs> I think I know it's different for me. I have um, I have a two-year-old niece and a nephew who's pretty brand new, but I know for my niece she loves Curious George, and so I got to go to Target and get way too much Curious George stuff, and I'm yeah. that's like way more exciting to me than anything else about Christmas right now. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to give this to you. Oh, you're gonna freak out. I love it. Like. <laughs> I'm super psyched for that, and that's, like, new Christmas fun for me. Now, Brandon, I'm curious. Do you have any younglings who, you know, still have, like, the magical Christmas spirit in them? Yeah, I have my, my niece and my nephew. Oh, well, my nephew's, like, he just turned 11, 12. Uh, I was actually texting him the other day about his Christmas gift, and I told him <laughs> he, I texted him, and I was just like, I bought your Christmas gift, and I said, if you don't like it because it's awesome, I'm keeping it. <laughs> He was not too happy about it. Was it uh, 2014? <laughs> but yeah, my niece, she she has fun with it. Like it's I, you know, um, getting gifts is nice, but it's more like the atmosphere. And I, you know, everybody says that, but I just there's I have so many good memories of just Christmas in general that it's just like spending time with my family and doing all that stuff and the food and is like really what I look forward to. Nice. More than, like, anything. So, I mean, like, that's... I'm looking forward to that. Like, I look forward to going over to my brother's house, who lives literally right across the street from us, pretty much. And just, you know, spending time with them and the kids and everything and seeing, like, when they get stuff. It's fun to watch them open their gifts because they're kids. So they're still, like like you were saying, John, there's still that, like, wonder and, you know, excitedness that they get. For me, it's just like, you know, oh, cool, another gift card, like, exactly what I wanted so I can just go buy whatever. Like, uh, you know, there's very few things that I actually, my mom still bugs me for a Christmas list every year. Um, just list a bunch of beers and tabletop <laughs> games. If that's what it was. This year was like Pacific Rim on Blu-ray and like three or four board games and gift cards because pretty much any video games I'm going to buy are on the Steam sale and I could just get Steam gift cards from EB and stuff like that. So there's like nothing that I really want. And like I said, you know, Christmas. It's more like I love waking up Christmas morning. My uncle always makes like pancakes and he does stupid shit where like. He'll actually do, like, our initials or, you know, he'll make a reindeer or something like that. Like, oh, it's, just stuff, like, it's awesome. Yeah, like, it's so just corny, those, it's awesome. Yeah, and, like, he reads us Night Before Christmas. Like, you know, we're all in our, like, 30s at this point, and he still reads it to us. Like, last year or two years ago when we stayed over at my cousin's house, uh, he actually called up and, like, read it over the speakerphone, like, so that we could hear him while he read it because we weren't at the house. And, you know, now he has an iPhone so he can do FaceTime if we're at my cousin's house when he reads it. <laughs> so it's more oh, stuff like that man. that, like, I super look forward to and everything. Dude, that's not, like, the best Christmas ever. <laughs> Seriously. I enjoy it quite a bit. You're so jealous right now. <laughs> we'll read it afterwards. I, yeah. We'll read it right now. <laughs> can I FaceTime you while I'm wasted? I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> While you hear Elvis Crespo in the background, like, <laughs> read, them, read, read some Christmas that's stories. So that's just. But yeah, it's like it's, that's the stuff that like I really look forward to because like seriously, Christmas morning comes and goes in like what feels like a snap of a finger, and it's just like okay, everything's open. Like you know, we normally go to the movies and go see a movie and go out to dinner or something like that. So it's just like when we were kids, we'd open our gifts and then we'd just play with them all day. Like we'd stay at my aunt's house for like we'd say Christmas Day and then we'd stay the day after Christmas because when we were in college and high school and, and even younger than that, you know, we just had off. You didn't have to work. You didn't have to, like just the one day off or anything like that. So we'd just stay and, like, we'd play. And my two cousins are, are and my sister, they're all girls, obviously, my sister. So it was like I was the only guy, and I would get, like, a bunch of stuff, and they would all be putting their clothes away and stuff like this. And I would just have, like, Legos and, you know, board games and Nintendo 64 and everything. And it was just, like, playing that stuff was awesome. And that's why, like I said, like, that to me is so much more what I look forward to is just sort of the uh, the aftermath. So, you know, it was pretty funny. Speaking of Legos, um, I think I was 17, and more than anything in the entire world, I wanted the Millennium Falcon Lego set. Oh, dude, that thing is mm. awesome. I wanted it so badly. And my mother seriously looked at me. A 17-year-old kid was just like, Mom, let's go to the Lego store. I really want to get the Millennium Falcon. First of all, she has no idea what Star Wars is, <laughs> which is just like, guess Star Wars, guess guess eso, like what is that? And I'm just like, it's Star Wars, mom. You don't get me. <laughs> and then she's like, Lego store, like you're 17 years old. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Did you get it? No. Oh, I'm gonna sorry. buy it for myself this year, though. The thing uh, was also well, the original one was like. Yes. 400 bucks. Like there was so there's two of them. There's also like two different Death Stars, but like the original Millennium Falcon was really big and really expensive and they made a smaller scale down one for like 150, 200 now. No, um, I want a big one. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then they actually had like a full-sized Death Star, like fully complete. So the one that they sell now oh. is the one from Return of the Jedi that isn't finished because it's less pieces, but it's also open so like you can see the playroom in there and like you can, you know, have uh What's his name? Fighting uh, Darth Vader. Vader and Palpatine. Yeah, Luke fighting Vader and Palpatine sitting at the chair and all that other stuff. Like it's all set up. But the original one was like a full spheric, giant Lego thing that cost so much money that I wanted so bad. But. Yeah, I really wanted it really badly, and I, I begged and plead, and and my mom's like, "No, you still got those Mighty Max toys at home." <laughs> <laughs> Good old the male version of Polly Pockets, but that's what you were talking about. It's like you were in the inside of, you know, Return of the Jedi, the, the second, the second Death Star, where you could see the inside. It was essentially the Mighty Max version of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was that was pretty awesome, and and I wanted that as well. But yeah, so there are also a couple of movies that are coming out at Christmas that should be good. The uh, Werewolf, Werewolf, Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, sweet movie too. Werewolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I don't know why Wolf I said the, the, the Werewolf of Wall Street. The Werewolf of Wall Street. The Werewolf of Wall Street. <laughs> See, it's the Teen Wolf reboot sequel. <laughs> <laughs> He's all grown up now, away from like, oh, the Werewolf of Wall Street. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, so the, that movie's coming out. We have the grudge, ma grudge match, which I'm definitely gonna see, which is Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro, and oh, Sylvester Stallone, yeah. right? Oh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's it called opens tomorrow? American Hustle, which I really I would like that. to see. Yeah. That movie, I, I think that, that movie is actually going to be amazing, and I'm pretty excited about that. 
I, I really dug the fighter. I like I like David O. Russell. I like Christian Bale. Like I, I think it's. I mean, he's a good director. That movie looks like it's gonna be solid. You know a movie that no one saw. This has nothing to do with Christmas, but Out of the Furnace with Christian Bale. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Yeah, a lot of people didn't see it. It tanked, but I saw it and it was fantastic. <laughs> like I would heavily advise to go see Out of the Furnace. It's one of those like slow. Nothing really happens in the movie, but it's just it's great dialogue. It's it's just great acting, and you see Casey Affleck and Christian Bale just being awesome. So. Nice. But I think I'm going to definitely see cheesy Christmas Day movies like The Grudge Match. <laughs> and, Did Secret Life of Walter Mitty come out, or is it... No, I think that comes out on Christmas, on Christmas Day. Day. I'd like Maybe. to see that as well. Like, that looks yeah, pretty good. I would, yeah, I do want to see that, too. It's been a while since I've seen a good Ben Stiller movie. Yeah, and this is... Uh... What's his name? The guy who did Eternal Sunshine and um, oh, yeah. what was the other one that he did? Uh, Science of Sleep, I think. I can't mm. remember the director's name, but uh, yeah, but was it Michael Gondry? I don't know. I don't know who did. Uh, now I have to look it up. Yeah, but is he, that guy always does amazing, amazing stuff. And I'm normally not a Kristen Wiig fan. Yeah. And but she seems okay in this movie. Oh wow, Ben Ben Stiller actually directed Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, he directed it. Yeah, really? I didn't. I thought it was what's his name. I thought it was somebody else. They, oh, yeah, they yeah. haven't promoted that at all. That's interesting. Yeah, I according think he, to IMDb, yeah. He's been writing a lot of his stuff now, and I think he's becoming more of like the director yeah. as well, which is pretty I, cool because I like his sense of humor. Yeah, and I think he's yeah. a good director for the few things that he did direct. I, I really all think right, that good. he's well, a solid director. So that's definitely another one, and uh, I think the internet's going to kill me for this one, for whoever's listening, but I have not seen The Hobbit yet. I haven't either. Steph and, and I are going the week that we're off uh, New Year's. We're going to go catch a matinee. Yeah, I, it's it, it's like three hours long. Like, Yeah, this time. is a crazy time of year. It's hard to squeeze that in. Yeah, but it, you know the funny thing about it is we did a, we did a whole podcast on The Hobbit, but it's harder when you're older to find time Obviously, if you're really a fanatic of it, you'll find time for it. But it's it's when you say it, it's harder to actually do it because, like you said, it's really busy this time of the year. Yeah. A lot of things are going on, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just Come, hard to take three and a half hours of your day. Exactly. Come January when there's nothing else going exactly. on, then you can watch movies all day. But just I mean, end blowing, of December is yeah. just yeah. Like we have stuff going on almost every weekend. Like we have. Last weekend we had stuff going on, not to mention, like, it snowed last Saturday, like, ridiculously snowed, so, like, plans got canceled then, but, like, we've got something to do on Saturday, something to do on Sunday, like, yeah, it's it's a busy time of year, and, like, a lot of movies come out, and it's just, like you said, there's just sometimes there's not enough time to go catch it. I'm telling you, once, like Amanda said, once January comes along, I'm going to be I'm gonna be burning all my AMC gift cards, and... yeah. Just watching a whole lot of movies. So for everybody who wants to give me a Christmas gift, I do enjoy <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> but I think that's that's definitely where the majority of the films are going to be watched because for some reason, holidays are just like really big. For, I think no one really wants to stay home or that's just a thing they do every year that they go watch a movie. Like you said, you watch a movie. Are yeah. you going to be watching a movie? On Christmas Day. Yeah, we were trying to. We were, when we decorated the tree in the beginning of December, we were talking about what was coming out, what we wanted to see. Because some people were tossing around uh, the Tom Hanks 
Mary Poppins movie, uh, and then Saving, we Mr. Up, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, uh, which looks pretty good as well. But then we were talking about how, like, you know, oh, The Hobbit's out, and uh, Walter Mitty's coming out, and this is coming out. So we haven't decided yet what we're gonna go see. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably go be into movies. You know, it's pretty funny. Time. I think I'm gonna wait to see Saving Mr. Banks, and then I'm gonna watch Mary Poppins. Yeah, because I've never seen Mary Poppins. Really? Nope. Mary Poppins is a pretty it's good one movie. of those movies that I didn't I didn't grow up with, so I never ended up watching it. And it was funny because I almost watched a Broadway play before I saw the movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw the I saw the musical. Yeah. So then, but I think I'm gonna wait, and this time I will watch it. But after I see T. Hanks' performance You'll as Walt Disney, appreciate it more. I will, because I know the background <laughs> before I actually watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, we just watched that last night. It's such a good movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do like that movie. Oh, he's he's awesome, and I feel like it's like one of those things. I feel like they wish I wish they showed that nonstop, like the Dick Van Dyke show on Christmas Day, like they do oh, the true. Honeymooners for New Year's. Yeah, that'd be and awesome. Because I I really love those old school like Bewitch, I Dream of Genie, and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure Sci-Fi does. Um... Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, yes. Oh. They do it, yeah, they do it, I think, on the 4th of July, in the middle of the yeah. summer at some point, and yeah. then on New Year's. So I, that's always what I'm tuned into. I didn't know that. I definitely got to check that out. Oh, they're so good. But a lot, of, a lot of awesome things are happening. Obviously, for all the Whovians out there, we have um, the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a very sad one this year. A bit exciting one as well. Yeah. Yeah, I I look forward to it. Like I'm glad they're they're wrapping up that whole storyline, and uh, I wonder if we'll get to actually see more than like two minutes of Capaldi. Uh, I wonder if like he's actually going to be more in it than Matt Smith was when David Tennant regenerated. Like you just got like a small glimpse of Matt Smith when David Tennant. I mean, like when I watched that, I watched David uh, Tennant regenerate on Netflix. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I can just jump right to Matt Smith now. Next episode. Yeah, just, like, a little different. Yeah, <laughs> if you like this, watch this, and, you know, it popped up. This is going to be a little bit different because we're going to have to wait until whenever they premiere the new season. But, I, I, you know, like I said, I think we – and we talked about it on our, our Doctor Who 50th anniversary podcast. Like, I'm super excited to see his look, to see how he plays the Doctor, to see his just, – just to see everything about him. But I'm also really interested to see how they wrap up the whole – when, you know, the silence falls or whatever the, the saying the is. The Translord thing. Yeah, you know, the silence that. will fall when the question is asked. Like, how they finally wrap up that whole thing. Because I felt like earlier in the season, we didn't really get an answer to that in the the last season finale when they actually went to Translord and everything. Like, I, I felt like there wasn't a solid answer, and I sort of felt let down. And I'm glad that this is sort of addressing it now and that we will actually get to see, like, what that whole prophecy and all that was about. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited because my theory is he's going to be a mix of John Hurt's doctor and Matt Smith's doctor uh, in a sense of fashion style. Yeah, I can see that. So I see like there's going to be a mix between because obviously John Hurt was a completely different doctor and everything like that. So uh, not to get too too much into detail of this, on the 26th of December, we are going to have uh, the day after the Christmas special for Doctor Who. And Brandon, you're going to be involved, and yes. it's going to be awesome. Absolutely, because it's going to just be us, literally freaking out, uh, seeing Peter's doctor. I hope it's more than a few glimpses. Yeah, 
But even now, if it's a few glimpses, it's going to be amazing. When Tenet regenerated into Smith, did Matt Smith actually say Geronimo in that episode? Oh, man, wasn't I don't it, remember. Like, I'm trying to think back now if he actually said Geronimo in that one or that didn't come in until his first episode. Because, like, I'd like to see if they have... Okay. Steph is informing. Steph ran down. Steph was listening live because she just ran down to tell me that that was the last thing that he said. That when he regenerates, Matt Smith does say <laughs> Geronimo. <laughs> she like ran down the stairs just now. Like I heard her get up and run over. Uh, so hopefully we'll get Steph to hear. Steph, our fact checker. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> hopefully we will get to hear if Capaldi has a catchphrase. Like he, he, hopefully he will say something. Like I'm looking forward to that, or just something. Like I'm I'm really excited for that. Okay, so the Doctor Who, the 26th of December, we will be having a special podcast for the day after the Christmas special. Yep. A lot of things are going to be happening, but at the end of the day, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody. Yes. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> That's another Christmas movie! <laughs> well, we talked about Yeah, we, we, talk, we, we talked, talked about, about the evil version. Muppets. <laughs> the right. dark, the dark right. times. Yeah. But thank you for everybody listening. Yeah. And, and stay tuned. Uh, I think we are also planning on doing, um, coming closer to New Year's, a sort of end-of-year wrap-up um, with more information on that later. But it'll probably just be like, you know, a sort of top 10-esque best of the year kind of list that we're going to go through. So it'll... Sort of be like a normal podcast, but a little bit different because we'll be talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I think it. it yeah, podcast. it's definitely going to be uh, reminiscing of 2013. Yeah. The pros and cons and and lists, so it should be fun. Yeah, looking forward to 2014. What's coming yes. up? Yes. So that one will be live on the 29th of yep. December, and it will be posted right away on the 30th. So for everyone who misses it, then could listen to it on the 30th. And this episode will be posted either the day before Christmas Eve or on Christmas Eve. So while everybody's doing their traveling, they can listen to us. Exactly <laughs> my idea. Ed, man, do you want to say anything before we close out? Meowie Christmas. Meowie Christmas. <laughs> my Little Pony Christmas, by the way. Brony Christmas. Brony Christmas. Brony Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> and it's t- and after the seventeenth hangup. Yeah. <laughs> Put a fork in John. He's done. Yep. Uh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for Happy listening. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. You could listen to me personally on Genobi eighty seven on Twitter. Nice. Brandon. Uh, I am Nerds Beware on Twitter and on Steam. If you want to check out what I will be playing over the sale. Amanda? I am Star Princess 1988 on Instagram, and I won't give you my Twitter because I don't tweet. <laughs> and of course, everyone could follow the Get Off Milani Geeks podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Google Plus. Please leave us a message and enjoy the rest of your night.